Welcome back to the Happy Hippie Podcast. We took a two-week break and we are back. My name is Amanda McCormack. I am the host of this show. This show is all about exploring different areas in life, so all the holistic areas that you can add happiness into your life, whether that be talking about fitness, um, mindset, going into just life lessons, supplements. We go into everything that you can add into your life to make you a better person mentally, physically, and spiritually. So Happy New Year. I decided not to post two weeks of episodes I was going to and then I realized I truly haven't actually taken a break in months from posting even if I um, sometimes kind of make episodes all at once I usually don't most of the time it would be smart of me to like batch episodes but whenever I get hit with inspiration I try to sit down and record and that's usually when I do make episodes which this episode is kind of like that so I said I have to post something for the new year um, usually podcast drop on Monday And I felt pressured because Christmas and New Year's were both on a Monday and I was going to put out an episode, but then I noticed I, I was getting too hard on myself about it. So I said, you know what? It would actually be really good for me to take a two week break, even though it felt really hard. And every day up until today, part of me was like itching to record. Like I really wanted to record, but it was coming from a place of like, if you don't record, you're not productive. And if you're not productive, like you are worthless, which um, being said, that's not my main mindset. Like, like I said, it comes up sometimes when it comes to all this healing and stuff that we do. Sometimes the old thought patterns will come up. So sometimes I do get that pattern of like when I'm not being productive, um, I feel like I'm supposed to be being productive and I have to like truly let myself be like, no, sometimes it's good to lean into rest. And I wasn't just doing nothing. I actually got another side job, a seasonal job that I've been working. So I don't know what tally that is on my hand on the jobs I have but not a brag like I literally <laughs> I need it um so yeah it's, it's very physical what I'm doing and I have been doing a lot of shifts with that besides my other business and then my marketing and then my freelance uh, so I said you know what I think it's good to take a break from the podcast for two weeks because creating from that state I'd feel like I was forcing it and I came up with this episode idea and I sat down to record about 10 minutes ago and I actually got hit with a different episode idea and that's what we're going through with. So my original intention of this episode was to give you like my favorite wellness takeaways from the past year, like things I integrated into my life, like whether it be a product, routine, a type of supplement, things like that. I still might record it. I think I will record that episode and maybe that will be next week's episode. But when I sat down to record, it felt more like I wanted to talk about things that weren't tangible because I thought about it. I actually started this podcast a year ago. My first episode dropped either right before New Year's or right after New Year's. You know what? I'm going to look it up on my phone as I'm talking. But it's been about a year and I wanted to start the podcast way before I actually did. And I held out for so long because I felt like I wasn't ready. Um, and something we're going to talk about in the episode, but I felt like I wasn't ready to do it. And actually, you know what? Let me explain. Um, (laughs) I felt like I wasn't ready to do it. And then I just put out an episode, which was kind of like a recap because I felt like New Year's was a really good time to talk about the things I learned in 2022. So that episode is actually up. But the thing was in July, all of my episodes got deleted. Um, I don't think I ever spoke about that on the show, but basically I was using two different platforms to upload onto Spotify and I had to make a new account. It was a long story. And when I deleted the old account, it actually pulled all my episodes off Spotify. So the latest episode that like my first episode says July 24th was when 
I uploaded it, but that's actually was a very sad day for me because I thought I lost my entire podcast, but I didn't. And it's top 10 lessons and habits I'm taking with me into 2023. So I might share that on my story when I post this episode, if you want to maybe see, or I'll listen to it and see if I've evolved or if there's anything that you can take that I posted last year. But I figured, why don't I do an episode that's very similar and talk about my top lessons, the things I've learned, the things that have helped me mindset wise because this has been a crazy year like I made this podcast in December and then basically January was the start of like my craziest adventure I think I've had on earth (laughs) where I picked up and decided to work in Hawaii for like a month ended up staying almost the entire year um going back and forth and ends up getting jobs out there meeting people and going through really crazy things so I figured, why don't I share some of the lessons that I learned as a, as a soul? And I feel like I'm in such a good place in my life right now. Not that I was in a bad, bad place last year or anything, but I did, I did go up and down a lot. And sometimes my mindset would shift into like, you know, like victimizing myself and feeling bad or like being angry and how I kind of came out of that whenever those things would come up and my biggest lessons I've learned, um, Yeah, that's basically what this episode is. So I have about 12 little lessons and I wrote them down. They came so quick to me Um, because originally I was going to sit down and talk about like magnesium, (laughs) like supplements and things, which again, I still do want to record that. So that will be out soon. And I think I literally even make TikTok content around it because I was like, oh, I'm going to record about supplements and things that you can add into your routine. So let's make some TikToks about that. And then when I drop the episode, I'll have like content that lines up with the episode. But No, sitting down right now, it feels right to talk about the lessons that I've learned this year. And I'm going to give you examples on like what I did to overcome them and how they helped me and how I leaned into these things now. And a lot of other people, situations kind of bought these out of me. So it's not just like I was walking around like, I don't know, like Jesus and had some sort of like crazy epiphany about everything. I had a lot of people come into my life and a lot of situations that I feel like kind of shaped me like I was clay and they kind of like molded me into like becoming the person I am now. So shout out to everyone I met this year and shout out to the good and bad and cool situations I've gotten into and everything because they definitely are the things that gave me the insight And some of the insight, I feel like maybe I picked up some things, let's say like in February and March, and they really didn't integrate until like July or like I thought of some things in July and now I feel like they finally integrated. So I'm going to explain the 12 lessons I learned this year and how they can help you in your life. Um, Some of them are about like speaking up examples on how to like go for things that you want in life. And I don't know, just like honoring yourself and being kind to yourself and and other people and all that stuff. So we're going to get into it. I'm going to go through the 12 lessons. Maybe something else will come up along the way, but I have 12 in my notes that I learned this year that really created this amazing dream year that I've had out of like nothing. Okay. I just recorded about 10 minutes of content and it got deleted. So we're going to try and do it all over again. And I feel like it doesn't matter because you didn't know this, right? Sometimes this happens when you're making a podcast. I have like no storage on my computer. So when I record, sometimes like I can record and then I hit save and it just disappears. But you know, maybe that could be lesson 13. (laughs) Go with the flow. But my first thing I wanted to talk about, I have like several different titles for it, but it's all about just putting yourself out there in some form or way, because this is the earliest lesson I could dig up from my past year in January what I would say I wasn't I wasn't like 
down bad or anything but I did feel a little lost and it came from this sense of like the past few years building up basically what happened my life story in one sentence when I went to school I went for my master's in 2020 COVID happened so it was digital and I just found it was really hard for me to try to like get myself in the workforce like I didn't know how to do it everything was digital maybe some people who like went to school around that time can relate but I felt like since I I didn't get my job I didn't get go for a job in 2019 like most of the people my age did I went straight into my master's program and then after that I just felt like it was really hard for me to get into the job force like I kept applying for jobs and they just like wouldn't take me and not like a victim standpoint I just I wasn't doing my applications good or maybe those things weren't aligned with me but I wasn't getting a job and I already was a personal trainer on the side and I ended up working for three gyms at once and I was just like like I loved working in the gyms and I feel like that they shaped me and they kind of helped me bring this content to life. So I do look at it now from a point of like, that's kind of how life needed to go. But at the time, I feel like I carried this sense of like, I don't know, like just like self-worth was like kind of low in the sense I felt like I was doing it wrong and that I was supposed to be doing something else or something better in the sense like everybody around me had like nine to fives and I was I never really wanted one but I still felt wrong because <laughs> I wasn't doing that and I feel like from 2020 to like 2022 it kind of like like it just stayed in me subconsciously that feeling of like oh so when I actually quit my gym job I quit my gym job um gym job gym job I quit my gym job in like July of 2020 I think so then I 2022 sorry July of 2022 into January of 2022 God, this is confusing, isn't it? Last year, last summer into the winter, I quit my in-person job. I did run my own business. I still do on the side. So yes, I was making money, but I wasn't making money. Plus I had the comfort of the gym jobs, like giving me money as well. So that was the first time that I was running my own business without income from other people. And it was kind of weird. It was kind of scary. Like I was making money, but I still don't know if it was like livable money or whatever. Like I was going through stuff in my head, right? This is what made me kind of take the leap of faith to try something else in January, which was me going to Hawaii and ended up down this whole thing. It was supposed to be like a work trade where I thought I was going to be like helping grow crops and teach yoga. And it ended up becoming a crazy thing that like wasn't that um, entirely. And I still work for them and I'm back and forth in Hawaii all the time now because of this, because of me just taking this weird leap of faith and kind of like putting myself out there is the reasoning all of this happened. So I feel like that's the first thing I wanted to talk about since this happened in January. Um, I do have an episode of my friend Kate. If you haven't listened to it, it is an episode all about um, Hawaii and all about how I got there. We ask each other questions and things like that. So if you want more in depth on my Hawaii story and what I actually did, I do have that episode up. I believe it again, it's like 19 or 20 episode title. So you can go scroll and check. But the gist of it is... I knew I wanted to do a work trade in the sense that I've seen it online all the time. I ended up joining a yoga trades website, World Packers, and even Wolf, which is like farming. So I ended up joining those organizations wanting to um, do a work trade at some point. And finally, I was just like, let's just take the leap. Let's just do it. Like, I really wanted to go. I had one friend who kind of was going to go to Hawaii at that time. So I was like, F it, let's do it. If you, if you travel a lot and you know the travel community, it's like you can text anybody that travels and they're like, you could be like, you want to go here? And then somehow you'll plan it out. <laughs> It'll probably be like stingy and cheap and down the line, but like you'll probably plan it out. And that's what my friend was, he was like, 
I'm going to go to Hawaii in January. And I was like, oh, well, now that someone else is going, it kind of made me like nudge a little bit to do it. Um, but then he ended up kind of canceling and then I ended up booking a flight to Hawaii by myself and I had no plans and I was like, oh my God. So the point is I ended up in the position I am in now because I just started messaging random places. I was like looking at people who did work trades and I was messaging them and I was just taking a leap of faith, which makes me uncomfortable because like, you know how it is when you send a text and you turn your phone over because you don't want to see it. Like that's what I was doing. I was like afraid, but I would still message people. And I feel like not only this Hawaii circumstance, but during this year, it's happened a lot where I've seen just messaging somebody just doing that little like foot in the door, that little introducing yourself, like who you are, putting yourself out there, putting what you do out there has literally bought in so many amazing opportunities for me. And I've seen it for other people too this past year. So sometimes when I was younger, I used to like all the time I would, I wanted to be a singer when I was a kid. And I just was like waiting for someone to discover me in a cafe or something like that. And then I'm like, girl, you're not even singing. No one's going to discover you if you're not literally singing. Like they're not going to like, I would dream they would like hear me like singing in my car with the window down and like sign me on the spot. And like those things are not going to happen unless you actually show up and do it. Like if I wanted to be a singer, and this is me talking like when I'm eight, um, if I wanted to be a singer, like I should maybe sing or like use TikTok, like put myself on TikTok or like perform somewhere or like do street shows. Like there's so many ways that you can put yourself out there and show who you are in some sense. And the easiest way to do that, I feel like is just messaging people, like building your network, which is so terrifying. Oh my God. Um, like I hate messaging people, but I found that this year, just me doing that and showing up and taking the leap and being confident in what I have and who I am and just like reaching out to people and saying that, People can use like your skills and who you are is actually worth a lot in the real world. And I feel like this isn't a lesson that I had, but like I said, my worth was based on the fact that like I didn't have a nine to five, but I noticed this past year I was able to use so many skills that I have and it made me like feel even like more confident in myself and who I am because yeah, these aren't skills that like I had to have because of a degree. Like I was able to do a bunch of things like I was fast at this or good at this and it's like it helped people in the jobs I had and it, it gave me another sense of self-worth so that was a little takeaway from this um point but the main point is putting yourself out there and just like sending the message or like send the inquiry like the worst thing people can say is no and I found I heard that a very very long time ago and I still couldn't get myself to like speak up sometimes but I put it into action a lot this year and I noticed it led to so many beautiful opportunities. I noticed it with other people too. Um, one thing that's really cool and it, it came from a conversation was I run my job's Instagram and actually one of my current friends, we became friends because she reached out to the, the place I work at where I run the Instagram and kind of we kind of like set up an exchange. So she did like a marketing exchange for the place I stayed at. So she was able to come for a few days and help like create content. And we ended up becoming really good friends because of it. And she also made other connections with other people and now has connections with this place all because she like just messaged us, you know? So I find that it sounds so scary sometimes to think about, but just putting yourself out there with a message or putting yourself out there, making an account, showing up, putting the, the title that you're avoiding in your bio or just like referring to yourself as somebody that enjoys this when you talk about yourself, like just putting yourself out there in the category you want to be in or taking the step and just messaging someone or applying or doing this, even though if it seems far-fetched, just try it because like the worst thing that can happen is 
It's just that a lot of beautiful things in life happen when you take that step. It may seem small, like messaging somebody or just showing up in a different way, making an account, posting that first video, doing the thing that sounds scary might actually change your entire life. So sometime in this next year, make that a goal to at least try putting yourself out there, messaging a person. I put speaking up, doing the crazy thing, just taking action on something in your life that you want to fulfill. That was probably the longest one I wanted to put first because I think it's the most important. The second one on my list is start the task even if you don't think you're ready because there's been a lot of times where I've noticed this lesson in particular. From doing it, I've learned things and from not doing that, I've learned things. So starting a task when you don't think you're ready. This is for anybody who's like a perfectionist, a people pleaser, or if you're just trying to like I don't know, perfect your image in a way. Sometimes I feel like it comes, that comes up in a way. I have done a few things this year where I felt I wasn't ready and I just started it. And I am very thankful that I did. And I've also noticed there's been times where I kept telling myself, oh, I'll start this when I have more pictures up. I'll start this when my content goes back, like my following goes up. Um, Even in my work, I noticed I was doing it a little bit. I run some Instagram pages for different people. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll post this once this is here or we have this person doing that. I just like meticulous planning sometimes isn't always the right thing. Sometimes it's better to just do it. Like you feel like you want to do it and then your brain tries to keep you safe because the brain is wired with fear. Like fear is in your head most of the time to protect you from something because the brain doesn't like change or doing something like a big crazy leap. That's why your body gives you all these weird reactions and you almost hold yourself back. Like your body's safety mechanism is holding yourself back. So when you try to do something new or you're trying to start a project or even literally sometimes posting something, your body will hold you back to protect you. So you have to think about all these things as protection mechanisms. And I noticed like perfectionism and procrastination sometimes come up as a form of protection. It's, it's a manifestation of fear in the brain, basically, or resistance to change. So I have noticed this year when I have, first of like this podcast, like I put it off for the longest time if I, if I think there. Maybe, like I said, I started a year ago. I wanted to start, start it six months before, maybe even a year before that. Just never did. I kept telling myself, okay, when I get more clients, when my following goes up, once I start to like post on TikTok, maybe I can do this. And I start thinking strategy. I start thinking strategic. I start seeing like two to three to four month plans. And yes, sometimes It's good to have a vision and have a very nice plan, but you'll never start if you keep telling yourself, oh, when I have this, when I do this, when I lose the weight, when I'm this and that, like I've just noticed that pattern coming up sometimes and good things happen when you push through and just post it because the cool thing is you can always improve once you start. This podcast, I I remember I was very hung up on the logo because I love aesthetic. I love art. I love decorating. That's my niche. And I really wanted the logo to be like, bang. Like when I announced the podcast, I wanted the logo to be like, boop. Like you, you see that on your screen, like, you know, and I was looking into like brand colors and all this stuff. I ended up changing my logo like four months in or something like that. Like I changed it around after a while. I was like, nope, switched it up. And I love the one I have now. I noticed I was very hung up on my business name for the longest time and I ended up changing my business name down the line. So I don't think those things matter as much as we think they do. And that's, this is coming from someone who constantly has thought this in the past. So I still put off, I've noticed myself still putting off things because I want to have like the best 
entry or like the best like way to do it and sometimes just doing it and getting the ball rolling you can course correct as you go and I've noticed with my job that's been something that when I just start a project or I just start slowly posting a new type of thing or start a new type of like research it's fine once I get started it's actually not as bad and sometimes when I get started I realize oh I actually want something completely different So just starting the task, knowing that you can improve, you can change, you can pivot later on. You can also use it as feedback. So if you start something new, you can get feedback from yourself, from the way it performs to notice like, oh, okay, maybe I actually don't want to do it this way. I can change it. But starting something instead of just putting it off because you're not quote unquote ready or it's not the time, that's out. (laughs) That's out for the year because I learned that just just starting it and course correcting. Number three on the lessons list intention this word has been something where i've heard it forever you hear it in yoga you hear people say set intentions set goals but having an intention almost like a mantra that you can return to really helps so before i mean helps what i just said helps but what i mean is it helps you anchor down to something you want to remember a goal you want to have a mission i don't know what word you want to use for it let me just give you some examples of why I even put intentions on this list. So an intention in yoga, for example, is something that you can use as an anchor. An anchor is something that can ground you in the present moment. It can be a reminder. It can be like your flag to kind of come back to why am I doing this? You know, it's the why behind. So for example, would be an intention that you can set in a yoga class could be like, I just want to feel good. That's the reason I'm here. So while you're doing your yoga class, you start to do, let's say like warrior poses and your legs start burning and then you can't you feel like you're not as flexible and you actually can't move your hand as low as the other people in the room and you're starting to feel like that negative self-talk come up and you can use your intention as an anchor where you hear your mind talking all this negative self-talk oh my gosh I'm not as flexible I shouldn't be here blah 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 you can use your intention as an anchor to be like hold up I'm here just to feel good. That's why I'm here. That's why I showed up today. I'm not here to compete with anybody. I'm not here to compete with myself. And you can always use that anchor to kind of fix, pull you out of that like downward spiral, basically. That's why I love intentions in yoga classes. So I've been acquainted with them and I really did lean into them in yoga classes in the past year or so. But taking that intention and using it in everyday situations is something I really like doing lately because it reminds me to speak up and I find when I journal and I write my intention for the day in my journal it's easier for me to kind of bring it with me during the day so I did an Instagram post about this but one thing I've been leaning into is like I deserve to take up space because I notice sometimes I'll play small but if I keep my intention for the day to be like I'm going to be as authentic as I can and I want to take up space like I'm going to take up my space and I'll notice myself at the gym you know, looking down when I'm walking because I don't want to make eye contact with people because, you know, part of me feels like a little scared to be like in a section with all these like big dudes or something. I'll come back to my anchor and be like, no, I deserve to take up space. And then I'll walk with my head high. You know, when I find myself slipping into these things, I'll be avoiding a task where I don't want to reach out to somebody because I'm afraid to like message them about like work or whatever. And I'm like, no, I deserve to take up space. I'm going to be myself today. I could be before recording this, I can tap into it and be like, I want to take up space. I deserve to have like a voice. I can be myself when I'm on my podcast. So it's like coming back to an intention, you know, during your day. And it's really helped me like get things done. It's really helped me stay true to what I want to do, my goals, whatever. Um, you can use, use it to be compassionate about yourself. Like the example I gave about the, um, the negative thoughts in your head at yoga, you can use it during your day when you find yourself slipping into negative, let's say, 
uh, like self-esteem body image. If you're noticing you're pointing out these flaws about yourself, every time you see yourself in a mirror, you can always kind of come back once you're in it, like in that voice in your head, you could be like, no, I'm comfortable in my body and like kind of come back to it, you know? So I've been really leaning into intentions this year and I find that they really help redirect you, remind you what you're doing, kind of stay on course with your goals, your visions, your truth. And yeah, intentions, taking them off the mat and bringing them into your real life day to day is something that like, like even today I had this intention and I got like four things done on my to-do list that I feel like I've used to almost talk myself out of doing, but I like snapped back into it and was like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do that because this is my intention and I deserve to take up space. I deserve to show up. I deserve to like whatever. So intention setting is something that I wanted to add on. This next one, I think I spoke about this in some of my earlier episodes, but viewing people as children has helped me be very compassionate to adults, hold space for people and understand things. So what I mean by that is when someone's annoying you, remembering that they were a child once and that a lot of the time the things that they do are the way they acted as a child. So like this is going to be flat out. I'm going to just say it because I doubt she's on the internet. I worked with this old woman. If you, if you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. I worked with this old woman and she was so mean, like flat out, like I'm not even going to beat her on the bush. Like she was mean. And anytime she would like kind of have an outburst and would be rude to me or other people and I was witnessing it, I had to like remember, I was like, okay, this is her. Like it's not taking things personally as well is what I mean. Um, by looking at them as a child is like this person went through their own life has their have their own issues and the way that they're reacting is almost like a child the way they would react in their childhood so sometimes when I'm like really annoyed at people I see them as like a wounded child not like in a pity way but it makes me like feel compassionate it gives me a moment to pause and then I don't react like I'm like it's an old lady like I'm reacting like oh that's somebody that like this is definitely some sort of response from the things they went through in their life and you know if I see them as a child it also makes me more compassionate when I speak to them it helps with relationships too I feel like when people are like expressing their feelings or expressing their unfulfilled needs you can like look at them and be like it makes you feel more human like when you look at somebody and you view them as a child because you know children we view as like these beautiful like pure souls and then when people get older you view them as like I don't know like a crusty adult so sometimes it's easier for me to have a better compassionate more guided reaction when I look at them as like a child like a pure soul kind of it works it sounds weird but it works um yeah I don't think that woman will hear this because she doesn't even have a phone so (laughs) i think we're good babes we've been going through it i have been filming this episode and first off about like an hour ago i was making this episode and half of it literally froze and i had to restart it and it didn't save so i re-recorded it and then i was re-recording it and i probably got about three more bullet points down and i'm reading off my bullet points and i deleted the note I just deleted the entire note off of my phone. Like, I don't know what I did. My thumb touched it and like all of it disappeared. So now I'm troubleshooting it and I'm doing it live because I can't. Um, I just screamed and then I was, I like paused it, screamed, took a deep breath. And I'm like, hello, welcome back to the podcast. It says to go to iCloud. I don't even know what I did, man. The note just went completely blank. Like it just went completely blank and it's gone. And it said to go to iCloud.com and try to get it back. If not, I'll have to like make up the rest of the episode because like, yeah, 
these came from my head, but I wrote them down because I have ADD and it's just not good. Okay, let's see. Um, keep me signed in. This is like the website you go to when you lose your iPhone. Oh my God, what is happening here? Yes. Oh my God, now I gotta send three codes over to each phone. Oh, brother. Okay. Okay, 919. We're gonna get this back. Why would he do that, man? Like my, my thumb just like slid across the screen and the whole note deleted. All of it, just all of it. I forget what I was on. I was, ta I was talking about the old lady, I think. Um, she's gotten more airtime on this episode than anybody else, I think. Let's see, okay. Yes. Yes. Hold on, hold on. I think it's on iCloud.com. Unless it's gonna update. Okay, okay, it's loading. Yes! Oh my god, it's on here! Oh, Life is good. Life is good, y'all. I got it. Okay, that was insane. I'm not even gonna edit this out. That was insane. Next up on the list, moving on. It's all about the seasons and like kind of working with the seasons of our lives. So I just put honoring your natural seasons of rest and productivity. Now, I have done multiple episodes on this genre of a topic. So episode four is tapping into your divine feminine and divine feminine is basically just tapping into the side of you that can rest and allow things to happen. Then I did an episode on the moon and how the moon has a new moon and a full moon and what that represents, which is very similar to what I'm speaking about. And then did I do another one? The menstrual cycle episode where I talk about how we have natural phases of rest and kind of go, go, go. When our hormones go up and down each month, they kind of signal your body to like relax a little bit and pull back for two of the weeks and then be a little bit more like productive and creative in the other two weeks so nature literally represents this and I feel like this was the year where I truly leaned into that and like accepted it and it's not easy and what I was saying before before my application deleted my voice before I was explaining how for me it's not particularly like I'm on the move I'm going I'm doing this it has to do a lot with being on my phone a lot. I feel like we're all very, our phone is by our side like 24 seven. And part of me is like a phone hater in the terms of, I don't think that we should be accessible 24 seven. And I, I act like I shouldn't be accessible 24 seven on my phone. Cause I think it's weird, especially like after COVID with all the schools going online, like y'all don't even get snow days anymore. Like we're accessible 24 seven. Like Teachers expect an email answer like immediately when it never used to be like that. And I think texting, same thing. Like you expect people to be on their phones like all the time and answering you and like you'll see them active somewhere else and you expect them to be like responding. And I just think that being tied to our phones 24 seven makes me always feel like I'm turned on. This might also be due to the fact that I run like work online and I run businesses and make content that sometimes it's really hard for me to like use my platform socially and like a business in a sense. Like I'll go on Instagram and I'll start seeing like content ideas and then like I'm like, oh, in my head and I start like thinking of things or I feel guilty going on my phone when I'm not like posting something for my job or I find a lot with that, you know, where I'm just kind of either I'm scrolling the doom scroll or like I just feel like you're always on and I feel like pulling away from that and being present is what I've kind of tried to learn this year and I'm like I'm always I keep saying on but like I feel very like I have to be go 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 because of the phone a lot of the times so I feel like 
honoring the fact that I don't always need to be posting something. I don't always need to be like actively sharing is weird, especially when two of my jobs and my own business kind of are online. So leaning into that, which again, I heavily talk about it in the three episodes I mentioned, leaning into the seasons, leaning into the idea that to just like exercise, um, to grow and be stronger, you need to give your body rest and recovery and like actively doing that during my weeks, days, and months. It's different for everybody based on everyone's lifestyles and everything, but you need it like to have the product activity and the time I can't always be launching stuff like sometimes I feel like I always need to be like pushing I always need to be trying this or doing that and it's like sometimes it's cool to do things that actually absolutely don't contribute to any productivity I find it sometimes it's hard for me to sit down and do art like I love to paint and draw and create and I found it hard for me to do that because I always want an outcome like I'm always feeling like oh I need an outcome and even like reading fantasy was something that I found helped me kind of suck back into I'm just reading this so I can enjoy it like I'm not gonna do anything I've been reading books for a while um like after school I started getting reading again but like it was like (laughs) productivity books man like girl rest like I was reading books on how to like better my life or whatever and those are great and I still like those types of books but sometimes it's fun to just read about fairies and dragons and monsters and and love and hate and war not the war really but the love and the hate and the dragon and the fairies, all of that, beautiful. And I get nothing out of it. So I feel like actually reading fantasy books has helped me tap into that side of just like, you can do things for no result. Like you don't have to be doing things that are gonna lead to a result. Like some of my recreation activities, I've reevaluated, like they were to still get a result, like in some sense or way. Like, what do you like to do? I'm like, oh, exercise. Like, girl, like, shut up. <laughs> Read a book, like, and don't just sit, make tea. Like, and then sometimes even like I'd be cooking and I'm like, oh, I gotta film this recipe. So I feel like this year leaning into the side of just like doing things to do them and not share with the world or feel forced to do something or be on, on, on has been a goal. And I feel like I'm, I'm only slowly getting there, you know, but I've been leaning into it this year. Okay. Next up, this one's just like a fun little tidbit of something I loved this year and a lesson from it. I loved leaning into my like fun, flirty feminine side, like wearing flowy clothing and like trying out a static dance this year and just like leaning into that and leaning into like my art and all of that. But like my expression and what I enjoy and just like putting that in the world has been so fun. So I don't know exactly what this would be. Like I wrote down leaning into my uh, feminine side with dance, my style, my beauty, like leaning into like hairstyles that I love and they're fun um, and doing things from a point of view of just like I enjoy them because I feel like a lot of my like teen life was made by me because I was influenced by the world pretty much to like feel like I had to be something now it's just like playtime like I just love exploring I love trying out new outfits and I don't get I don't care if they look weird like I literally don't like I love it and I feel like the part of Hawaii I've been living in is very similar where everybody just kind of wears what they want and I'm like so inspired by that because I'm like girl I can tap into like it doesn't matter like I love wearing the clothes I wear and I'm like so happy in my style and it looks weird to New York standards and I'm like so happy about it. Um, leaning into makeup that I want to wear, leaning into my hairstyles, leaning into dancing and not really caring about like how I look. I feel like the ecstatic dance has really taught me that. Like I love being very feminine, like moving my hips and making like circles and my arms and like, oh, I love it. I dance like all the time in my room. I'm like always playing. I love Irish music too. And like 
fairy music and like very like I don't even know I'm on this weird like Mitzi, um, Mitski and like Enya kick where I just like play this like really weird like I don't know you would think you'd be here in the woods kind of music like Hosier-esque and I just like dance to it and it's so fun and I feel really connected and like in the flow so leaning into parts of you that light you up whether that be your favorite type of music or art or clothing and just like ugh, I love it I love it. I've always been into it. I feel like the past few years I've been doing it a lot more, but this year I've just like heavily leaned into it. And like, it's so fun to like put on an outfit that I enjoy and just like go out and I don't give a fuck about what other people think. And it's just so great. <laughs> I love leaning into it. The rest are pretty short, I think. Okay, this one. Dealing with something now is better than putting it off. I have to keep repeating that one to myself, but a lot of the time I will like put off messaging something or dealing with an email. Just dealing with it now it's just always better like doing it in the day that it comes up if you can I don't really have a lot to explain with that one but just in general like trying to do things instead of putting them off because at the end of the day when you do that task you're like oh my god this took two seconds to do or you just feel so nice when it's done like it's off your chest it's like a debt that you paid I like doing things and just getting them done so I don't have to worry about them because I I be worrying I worry (laughs) so it's just nice to get it done that's it. That's all I got to say. That being said, though, my next one is giving yourself time before responding. I actually had a teacher um, in my MBA class that told me he always gives himself 24 hours before he responds to somebody, but no more than that. Like he lets himself sleep on it and answer the next day because sometimes he may get heated or maybe, you know, he'll only give himself one day to think about it. It's plenty enough time to think, but it's also not going to drag it out. So I love pausing okay I need to pause sometimes because I feel part of me again sometimes wants to people please and answer like really quick so holding myself back and being like no don't just answer because it's an answer you want to give somebody like put some thought into it but not too much thought because too much thought when it like rudiments in your head for days and days that just gives you anxiety but I kind of like living by this dude's rule of just like 24 hours like sleep on it and then answer the next day but don't let it drag. Like, you know, just try to get it done in a day. I've noticed, um, yeah, man, it just really helps because sometimes pausing, especially when you speak to people too, like trying to actively pause in conversation, give yourself a moment before you actually react. It gives you a moment to ask yourself, like, am I reacting because I just want to like give a good answer to this person or whatever? Because sometimes I feel like I'm just so ingrained and conditioned to speak a certain way. I'm like not really asking myself if that's what I want or not, or I'm not, I don't want to settle, you know, like if I want something, I want it. If I want to, you know, so pausing before you speak or giving yourself time to answer is good, but don't give yourself too much time because then you start to go downward spiral. Another thing I need to give myself time with is buying things. I won't let myself online shop anymore if I want it in the same day. (laughs) If I see a shirt, I have to like get it during the week like I won't let myself get it the day of anymore I don't know if this is just a lesson that's been helping me because I am like an impulsive buyer and I love I love things um I love like fashion like that's my that's my vice I guess like like Indigo Luna is like my favorite brand girl everything there is like (laughs) very expensive so sometimes I'm like oh I want this but it's like do I really want it in two days from now? Like, am I going to want it in two days? Because sometimes I think it's like the idea of the dopamine will get to me, like online shopping. So it's like, do I really need it? So I'll add things to my cart, but 
I'll keep the tab open and then like leave and come back to it. Just kind of building on what I was saying before. It's helped me. It's helped me not buy things. But then it's also shown me like what I really do like and I do end up buying it. Like I still I still buy too much, but it's helped me like weave out those crazy impulsive shopping things. Just wait a day. Like do the thing with the sleep. If you want to buy something, put it in your cart and just wait overnight. Like do you still need it the next day? And this is my last point. Um, I think I have less than 12. I was going through the list and there were like two or three where I was like, I already kind of covered them. So this has to do with the intention example I was giving earlier. But my last lesson is you deserve to take up space. You deserve your spot. You deserve to take a step into this place. Like you deserve what you want, you know, and keeping that in your head while you're doing things is my favorite intention at the moment because I'll find myself trying to back out of things a lot and I'll be like no like you want this you deserve it don't try to like downplay it or like I said being in a gym environment or being in a new environment or especially like traveling when I'm going to places and I'm like the new person or I don't know anybody like I deserve to be there too like I don't need to downplay myself I don't need to be quiet or like fidget or whatever like I just find myself always coming back to like you deserve to take up space you're trying something new you're trying a new gym you're trying a new workout class like you deserve to be there too and coming back to that intention is very helpful I find in situations where you're getting in your head um it could be anything. You're trying something new. You're in like a training. You're doing whatever. It's a new activity, a new hobby. You deserve to try it. You deserve to do this. Like this is your life. Like you are supposed to express yourself to the fullest. And if you're having trouble with that, you can always come back to that expression of you deserve to take up space. You deserve your spot. You deserve to do this, you know? And I just find this very helpful and it's helps me a lot. And I'm, I, I'm using it daily. <laughs> that is ing- That's tattooed on my frontal lobe, like to this day. So these are definitely the biggest things I've learned this year. They came to me very quickly because they're still things that they're so impactful. Like I can't forget them. Even if my note at almost disappeared during this episode, I do want to do like my favorite wellness trends, not trends, but the felt my favorite like health and wellness things that I picked up this year that I'm keeping with me and bringing them with me into this next year. So maybe I'll do that as my next week episode. Um, as usual, I love to hear from everybody though, because I make I like make the episodes based on what's in my heart, but I also want to know what topics you want to hear. So feel free to message me anything ever at happy holistic hippie on Instagram. I always want to hear from anybody that's listening Um, and I can change what I post because I want to hear from you. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in again. New episodes every Monday. We're back on the Monday track um, from now on. I just took those two weeks off and I hope you have you're having a great new year. And yeah, let's chat.